It's all about love today. It's Valentine's Day, and that's not just for your lover, but your kids, maybe the widow who lives a couple doors down. Reach out, show some love, and enjoy the sunshine. And thank you for joining us for Chicago's Afternoon News. It is nice to feel a little sun. Uh, Tom Skilling is joining us today because he's got a medical procedure scheduled for tomorrow. Our conversation with Tom is always sponsored by Permaseal Basement Systems. And since it is Valentine's Day, Tom, will you be my Valentine? Oh, Lisa, always. I, I'll tell you, for my Valentine, 365 days a year. I'll tell you that. And, and, and i yours, so that's good, Jess. How, How are, are you? you? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. I, I'll tell you, you know, I've got this colonoscopy coming up tomorrow. Uh, it's standard thing. My father had colon cancer, Lisa. So, uh, you know, I we were told in no uncertain terms, because he never... Yeah, you know, back in his generation, they didn't stress the importance of these uh, colonoscopies. Uh, but we know today that, you know, they can prevent some real issues. And so he always stressed, you get your colonoscopy. And so I'm being a good son and doing that. It's so uh, important, so- Tom. It really is. And, and if people just knew that if you got checked and things are caught early, your chance to do very well in the future to survive, they're so it's so high. You know, you just got to go and get it done. You know, I, I'll tell you something. I can't tell you the number of times, and I've gone through these, you know, regularly, as you do, uh, where the doctor said, you know, if your father had done this, he probably wouldn't have had to go through what he went through, which was major surgery, having a good part of his intestine removed and all the rest and all the problems that brought him the rest of his life. Um, and uh, so it was something we took very seriously in the family and that he had stressed uh, the importance of to us all. So anyway... I, I, it's not a very pleasant thing to discuss, I know. <laughs> hey, it's what we all do. And, and I know if I know one thing, Tom, because I'm a cancer survivor and I have to get my regular checkups as well, I know that you're not eating today. <laughs> and that's the worst no, part. <laughs> no, and I don't mind telling you, I'm already hungry. Uh, but I'm sitting here sipping on my clear fluids and, uh, you know, and getting ready to drink that stuff you drink. Uh, Ugh, yeah. Oh, brother. And so anyway, I figure, though, by this time tomorrow, uh, this should be well along or over. And so, Lisa, that's what I'm aiming toward right now. You know, that keeps me going. And congratulations on being a cancer survivor. How marvelous. Prevention is the cure. It really is. And if you get your checkups and they catch things early, you're you're on a good path. And that was my case as well. So I'm I'm happy you're getting your checkup. Good for you, Lisa. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Prudent words, indeed. Uh, very applicable. Uh, so today, obviously, Valentine's Day, and it was on this day in 1990 that we had one of our major snowstorms, right? We did, yes. Uh, who will forget it? Yeah, the old Valentine's Day snowstorm. Oh, gosh, what a mess that was. Uh, and it hit right during uh, rush hour. So, you know, we were getting these, uh, 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 you know, commute times of four and five hours between downtown Chicago and Schaumburg, for instance. And the, uh, you know, the poor streets in San Cruz were out in the middle of rush hour traffic trying to apply, uh, you know, chemicals and all over the roads. And, you know, that was an interesting storm, Lisa. The expectation had been that that would go over to uh, uh, rain, 
but it just hung on and hung on. We had this big 1055 millibar high up over Hudson Bay that set this low-level northeast wind flow that kept the winds at the low levels blowing from the north, and that kept the cold air coming. Uh, but, you know, just the transition to rain never happened here, but it did down south. Only thing is it fell into a freezing air mass, and so there was a gargantuan ice storm downstate, and it took many, many weeks for that, that area to recover down towards Champaign and so forth. So that was a messy, messy storm. We're talking about the 1990 snowstorm on Valentine's Day. Tom Skilling from WGN is with us. And, Tom, we're looking at that kind of storm Wednesday night into Thursday, right, where it's supposed to be rain, but could it turn into snow? Oh, yeah. In fact, the details are are still being worked out, as they always are with the system days off. But this thing's coming into the Pacific Northwest now. It's come across the Gulf of Alaska there's about a 160-mile-an-hour jet stream wind max behind it that's going to dig it into the center of the country and spin it up into a big winter storm. Its impact on Chicago will be uh, some rather substantial rains and unseasonable warmth on Wednesday. We'll probably see the temperature go up into the low 50s. Uh, and so the last thing on anybody's mind as the rains commence Wednesday afternoon will be snow. But the fact is, uh, a front will drop south as this storm strengthens to the south of us, and that'll start bringing cold air in Wednesday night and should start the transition to a mix of precipitation that could go over during Thursday and into Thursday night to snow. Now, how much we get is it's way too early to tell, and we've got model forecasts that put it right over us. Others take it to the heart of the heavy snow just south of us. But the point is, uh, that period from Wednesday afternoon through uh, early Wednesday night or Thursday night is to be flagged as one that we've got to watch. And if you've got any travel plans or any plans outside, this is the kind of weather system to keep an eye on. And that's exactly what we'll be doing. I am flying Wednesday at 145, so I'm good to get out of town, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. you should fly. Now, there'll be some rain and there'll be some wind, but it'll be unseasonably mild. Uh, yeah, so you're you're getting out of town just in time. What is the ice like on the lake right now? Is that completely gone, and will Wednesday's warm temps finish it off? Oh, no. No, the ice has accumulated. Um, at last reading, uh, and this is measured by NOAA's uh, Great Lakes Environmental Research Lab over in Michigan, uh, there was something like a quarter to a third of the Lake Michigan surface covered with ice. Now, that's below normal for this time of the year, and about a third of the Great Lakes as a whole are covered by ice. But the cold air recently, at least, has led to quite a buildup in ice, and, you know, it blows around. So uh, when we have a northeast wind, the ice blows back against our shoreline and piles up. And anybody who's walked along or traveled along the shoreline knows there's this wall of ice that develops every year uh, as uh, the cold air settles into the area. But the pancake ice, for the moment, is blown off the shoreline, a lot of it. I can see it offshore now as I look out from uh, the home weather office here. But that'll blow back in with the uh, northeast winds, uh, uh, no doubt, Wednesday night, Thursday. And we'll see that pancake ice back up against our shoreline. Tom Skilling from WGN is with us. We're going to get a check on traffic, and then we're going to come back. And I'll tell you, Tom, what people Google the most when it comes to your name. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's next. But, Mary, what's happening traffic-wise? 
Chicago's Afternoon News. Tom Skilling from WGN-TV is joining us today. It is sponsored by Permaseal Basement Systems. So, Tom, any idea as to what people Google the most when it comes to your name? Oh, gosh. Uh, you know, it could be all kinds of things. Uh, tell me what it is, Lisa. I think you you know I don't pay much attention to that, but I, I'd be curious to, to know. People want to know how long Tom Skilling has been at WGN-TV. Well, I, that one I can answer. I, I've been lucky enough to be here at this great uh, radio station and television station for 43 years now, Lisa. I started in 1978. I'd worked in Milwaukee before I came down here. And before that, I worked a year in Jacksonville, Florida. And four years was I went to school up at the University of Wisconsin in Madison. So I worked up there in broadcasting. So, But 1978, I arrived here. And, you know, I remember Bob Collins had an office across from me. Uh, Harry Volkman uh, had just left, and I uh, came in after Harry was here. And Raj Creamster was doing the weather as well. And I remember Bob Collins' office was right across from me, and he said, Kid, he said, if you can survive for five years in this market, chances are you've got a chance of uh, surviving. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, at the time... There was no assurance that you were going to survive. You were a young person, and I, you know, I figured the first three quarters of my career I was going to be fired every day. I went to work because I never <laughs> was very sure of myself. But for heaven's sakes, here we are, forty-three years later, and uh, the axe hasn't dropped yet. So how about that? You're one of the most iconic and beloved weather people in the city of Chicago and nationwide. And it seems to me that over that forty-three years, Tom, that there are more and more meteorologists. There weren't a lot of meteorologists back in that day, were there? Oh yeah, no. It, 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 it's been a sea change. Uh, you know, I remember Harry Volkman telling me that Floyd Calvert used to say to him, I resent giving you two and a half minutes every night to do the weather that I could do in 30 seconds. <laughs> and Harry, that always kind of bothered Harry because it, it demeaned what he did. But the feel of weather has changed dramatically. For one thing, Lisa, I think the forecasts have gotten markedly better. And because everybody has weather on their phone now, People want a deeper look into what's going on. I think there's a greater understanding. Uh, a, a lot of people have a good understanding of what's going on weather-wise and what's going to happen today or tonight based on what they read. But they want to know where it's coming from and how long it's going to last. And that's why we turn to people like you. Well, I'll tell you something, and, and that's gratifying. It really is. Oh, you know, some people say, ah, you know, skip all this. Just tell me, is it going to rain or what the temperature is going to But more and more, I... I've always found that uh, in the same way we're interested in news events and uh, how the world around us is operating and investigative reports, I I think uh, people find some of the hows and whys of weather, um, uh, you know, kind of compelling and interesting. And the fact is today, Lisa, we have a fighting chance of accurately telling you what's going to happen when a storm's coming into the area. And um, and we refine that as we get closer and closer to the storm in question. So I think that's helped uh, in boosting the interest in the weather. So when we've got this warm spell coming in on Wednesday, I mean, some people could see a high near 50, right? Oh, yeah. I, I think we all will. Um, I, I think as you go farther north, you may not, up into Wisconsin. But we're expecting 50-degree temperatures up to Chicago, and then the cold down starts uh, Wednesday night, Thursday. And the, the scenario now uh, is uh, that we'll have rain, and perhaps heavy rain. 
falling on frozen ground. And so this raises some flood concerns. There's also some melting snow that'll be coming into that. And then uh, then you, you, you start dropping the temperature. And at that point, if you go over to a wintry mix, wake up to an atmospheric cocktail or smorgasbord, uh, depending on how, what you want to call it, uh, Thursday morning, and then trend more to snow during the day uh, here or nearby. Now, how much we'll end up getting, we get model estimates on that, but uh, I'll tell you, we get a product now, uh, some of these models kick out the probability of certain ranges of precipitation occurring, snowfall, and there's about a 56% chance of three inches or more of snow and 34% chance of six inches or more based right on Chicago right now. Now, those are very, very early numbers, and they will change as we get closer to the event. But it gives you an idea that, the, you know, the realm of accumulating snow or the possibility of it is not out of the realm of possibility right now. Yeah. And then what are we looking at tonight and tomorrow? You know, uh, we've got little flurries going on. There's a little di- disturbance going through here. Nothing terribly important. We are expecting to warm up. So tomorrow we'll go into the 30s, and then we'll jump on into the perhaps the low 50s uh, on Wednesday. So um, initially this week, the trend is upward on temperature. The back half of the week, it goes the other way, goes down. Have we seen the worst of winter? Uh, you know what? I'm always hesitant. Uh, I'm hesitant to conclude that's happened. I'll tell you this. History has shown us that about 70% of the snow that we're going to get, on average, has occurred by this date. And what's left of the winter, we'll see about 30% of the snow that we will ultimately put on the ledger for the full season. Now, you know, it only takes one or two storms to throw that off, and they can still happen. We know we've had sticking snow into April. And, of course, we've got more daylight, and that just that puts a little more spring in everybody's step. It does. We pick up a good two and a half minutes of daylight a day uh, and will now for the foreseeable future. So, yeah, that does. February sees 70 minutes additional daylight uh, from beginning to end. So we're on we're on the right track. Awesome. Well, Tom, it's always great to have you on. Now, tell me, is there one commercial you remember from the Super Bowl yesterday? Any oh, commercial that stuck in your mind? You know, there isn't. Um, and maybe that's just me. What about you? Did you see one that really... Uh yeah, the, there were a couple, you know, when they put celebrities in like Dolly Parton or Willie Nelson or people like that, that always perks up my attention. So, uh, oh, and I like the one with the two kids from The Sopranos as well. But I guess I'm not I'm not like everybody else, because we've talked to some people who have said those were not the biggest commercials, that the biggest commercial was uh, actually for, I think, Coinbase and Amazon Alexa and that kind of stuff. But we'll 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 perk up. Uh, we'll talk to the audience and see what they have to say some definite feedback on that lisa no question about it hey lisa it's great to talk to you thank you always nice for you to check in and good luck with your procedure tomorrow we'll be offering a little prayer for you oh thank you lisa i'm going to be fine and i'm looking forward to getting back to work before this storm hits because i feel like i ought to be on you know on the desk when this thing is coming in so we'll be doing that for sure all right have a good day tom You too. Thank you. And have a great vacation. I will. I'm headed to Mexico. Good for you. (laughs) Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. You too.